Today's episode of the Quintessential Browns podcast is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you for trying to not let the funk out. Rough day for Cleveland sports, man. Rough week so far. Still a lot of week left. We still got Wednesday and Friday for the Cavs to make us feel good. But hope so. Anyway, man. let's get this shit on with no further ado. And three, two, one. Oh shit! I'm looking at the wrong notes. Damn. Damn. I'm looking at the wrong notes. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Anthony Schwartz. Uh, get better in your concussion. All right, we got rehabilitation. This is the quintessential Browns podcast. Just like some wild pit bull dog. All right, QB peers, welcome back to another quintessential Browns podcast. This is week 14 against the Cincinnati Bengals. I am your host, Yusuf Ali, and we have your other host, Jake Solomon. And again, you can tell by my, 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 my tone, you can tell by my voice. This episode is not like the previous two episodes. It's something different, and it was some bullshit. And I'm I'm not I'm gonna save most of my vitriol for the for the rest of the shit. Do you do you have anything to say before we go in on this shitty game? Um, uh, no, just a uh, a lot of questionable coaching. I would say a lot of questionable coaching. That's all I say. Yeah, yeah, this is. This might be a short podcast because I don't know how long we're going to talk about this bullshit. But QB Pierce, we're going to get us through it. Week 14, Cincinnati Bengals. Let's do it. I, I don't know because I think that our last game, you know, was probably our best against him as far as that area goes. So we'll see what adjustments they make this Sunday. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the magic secret is, right? Because if you had the answer, then the question is, well, why didn't you guys do that the first part of the season? It's that same intensity and exceed it. You want to be able to to put your stamp on the game. So just be able to say you know, that we we got one up on not only him, but them. Uh, it's, a, it's a good feeling. I mean, O-line's looked uh, really solid in these, these last uh, what, four weeks since we've seen them. I mean, they've looked it's really good. No, not give off the ball. And what happens is any game, you look at it, and here's what you would do differently. Here, here's a correction that you can make uh, for alignment. Here's a six-inch step that we need you to take. So it's all those type of things that you work on uh, post-game, uh, and that's part of playing this game is, is doing something, making a correction, then making sure that you work on it the next week. Uh, there are things you work on in individual period and, and that type of thing, but, again, it's game reps, it's team reps, all, all those things add up. Um. See what had happened. He's going to throw on first down. This side of the field, and that is complete to the near side of the field. Amari Cooper, afraid to play any team in the NFL. Chubb on second and 12, has some running room on the left side and has a first down. Jacoby Brissett's going to throw it. 
going to throw it deep to the end zone and overthrew his intended receiver, Donovan Peoples-Jones. Play fake to Chubb. Watson stepping up, throwing, and got his man, and that's Donovan Peoples-Jones once again to their hands. Watson, and this is Nichoku again, inside the five, reaching for the end zone. Did he get there? Touchdown. Second and nine, quick pass on the outside, and Jamar Chase drilled by Denzel Ward. Watson under pressure, gets rid of it, and then it's complete to Donovan Peoples-Jones. Watson going to launch this one to the near sideline, and it's intercepted. throwing and it is intercepted tipped at the line and picked off by Deion Jones loose ball covered by the Browns he's gonna keep it and get the first down across the 40 to about the 41 Watson had a tip incomplete Watson on the move out of bounds right at that first down oh, marker boy, that's right at that marker is all the way to the bottom on the rookie taylor Britt. lobbing it this side of the field people's jones can't come down with it i mean it hurts i mean it's not much more you can say more than that you know when we had our chances you know, we let a lot slip and then we had that, that big run at least on defensively and uh had that penalty that uh that driver we had penalties that basically walked them down the field disappointed uh with the result didn't play good enough didn't coach good enough uh, against a good football team and and uh, it's really uh, frustrating and and you know you come down and you put a lot of work into it uh there's some good moments but we just uh didn't do a good enough job you got to score more than 10 points too many penalties and, and ones that were very, very costly. Uh, and then just in the, in the run game, couldn't get it going. Uh, and ultimately just needed one more stop and, and, and just had to score more points. Yeah. Mindset is, is you're, you're disappointed. And then you got a game in six days. I mean, you have to, it forces you to turn the page. It forces you to heal up and, and get ready to roll and, and get your mindset ready for a big one at home versus division opponent. Uh, most definitely. You know, like I said before, I just keep letting the game come to me. Um, the game is going to continue to the, the speed up for myself, the process, um, the game plan, everything is just going to, you know, each week got to get a little bit better and a little bit better. I was laid across, you know, we had a post going and the backside safety uh, base, you know, cut the cross or he, he cut it a little bit and, you know, Woods was coming, corner dropped back. So me being on the other hash, throwing across, um, you know, I can't do that. Probably just take the check down. Uh, you know, I felt like I could make that throw and, you know, base made a good play of, you know, interception. Um, yeah, I mean, the progress is, is, is always, you know, taking one step, you know, one step forward and just one step forward. The biggest ultimate goal, though, is trying to get the W, um, especially in, in the division. And, uh, you know, that one hurts. Um, but we have to, you know, learn from this, watch the tape, turn around next week, um, get back in there, get guys healthy, and we got a big one Saturday. Well... He's telling me off the camera that you, I mean, off mic that you, you, well, camera, whatever. This is a show <laughs> that you, that you missed the first couple of minutes. And I tell you, you didn't miss much. 
You would have just been even more pissed. Opening drive, we get all the way down to the fucking wherever we was at, 10, 11, some, some really close. And it's fourth and one. So they bring in Jacoby Brissett. Now, any other time when it was fourth and one and J- Jacoby Brissett was already in the game, we felt good about getting a fourth and one completion. But for whatever reason, they decided he would do better than Deshaun Watson in this particular fourth and one situation. I don't know why. They brought him in. He overthrew Donovan Peoples. DPJ, who had a nice amount of separation, who could have made the catch if it would have been a better throw. It would have been a touchdown, but that's not what happened. And so we TOD'd on the first possession. And then mm. uh, you might have still been out. They turned TOD and gave it right back to us. That's when we had so many. That's when we started our uh, our flag circus, and it was just <laughs> so many flags. Yeah, like Miles Garrett said we walked them up the field with flags, and they yeah. just took advantage of of good field position like any normal professional football player would do, <laughs> on, no matter what the team, especially so, a team like you said that was what eight and four coming in division rival. Yeah. So we cannot afford to make these mistakes, but yeah, we did. Time so after time two, after time. Two two questions. So for the part that I missed, the fourth and one, we brought Brissett in. Yep. The the idea being that he is so great at these QB sneaks on fourth and one, we're gonna make them think we're doing a QB sneak because they've watched film about it, they know about mm-hmm. it. We're mm-hmm. gonna make them think. We are definitely sneaking the ball one yard mm-hmm. with our backup quarterback. Yeah, our big then, body backup. Our big body backup. And then we said, no, we're doing a little fake action. We're, we're going to – was it a play action? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was a play action. Play action. And he missed what sounds like was an open receiver. He, he could have yep. mm. – mm. that's a shame. It wasn't even a play action, no, because I take that back. It wasn't a running back back there. He lined up like he was going to sneak. Everybody thought it was a sneak coming. Mm. And he snapped it and stood up and overthrew that man. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, I, I don't think I would have called that play. I think yeah. if I'm going to bring yeah. him in, like, I would have just I, – I, I mean, if it's less than a yard, yeah, I'll just put him in there and try to do the sneak i think that's that i feel like the analytics would say doing a sneak has a higher chance of being successful on on a yard or less than it would be any passing play so that's interesting that they did that and then what you said about flags i haven't seen so many flags in a game in a minute but they were calling everything everything it was the worst it was taken away from watching the game it was every fucking call every play was a a flag or every other play or every two play it was it really took away from the viewing experience for the fan i bet i'm pretty sure it's frustrating for the players and coaches it was a really shitty game to watch and then to lose it was just Mm -hmm. really bad at least other games that we lost 
it wasn't because of flags. It, it might have been because we couldn't get a first or we dropped the ball or whatever the fuck it was. It wasn't because we was giving away fucking 15 yards at a time and pass interferences and everybody on the line. It wasn't just Jedrick this time. Everybody on the line. 78 got two. Everybody on the line got a flag except for the center. Yep. It was fucking bad, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad. Mm-hmm. Only good, the only positives we can take out of it, let's talk about some positives because we all know the negatives. We we looked terrible. But the positives we can take from it is the 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 chemistry that him and DPJ was starting to form. Um Njoku was back and got him his first touchdown, which felt good. I know it felt good for him to get his first touchdown. Um, and Deshaun Watson looked that much better. He looked he looked better like I expected him to look, and he 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 still had rust like I expected him to have, but he definitely looked better than he looked in game one. And I never take I don't even listen to other Browns podcasts or professional or not. I don't even I don't want to hear nobody else's outside opinion because they watch the game. I watch the game just like they did, and they ain't no better than me unless they play football. I, I might hear from a professional football player's opinion. And Tim Couch went from giving him – he said he played – if he had the greatest play from game last week was a D, and he said this week was a C plus B minus. And not, not that Tim Couch is like this quarterback master, but <laughs> – at least he's uh, a professional quarterback, and he saw improvement just yeah. like I saw improvement. He he definitely did. Yeah, he he played way better, way way better. And I don't know if it was, you know, I'm sure a big part of it was first game back, and like we had mentioned last week, just having those jitters. Like that can't. I'm I'm sure all the things, you know, all the circumstances surrounding his suspension and coming back, um, and I think he felt a lot more comfortable this week and I and I really do think that's just going to continue to improve because he did we finally got to see this week like what he can be and there's some plays he made under pressure in the pocket sticking it out and and making some throws and and what I like about Deshaun too is that he's not he doesn't get skittish in the pocket like a lot of inexperienced quarterbacks will be they'll you know they'll feel pressure and then they'll run and then it doesn't work out, but he sat in the pocket, ran when he needed to, and he looked much. I mean, he was 26 of 42, uh, much, much better than than the first week that we had him. So I hate when he takes a sack because he way it's like this guy's way too fast to get sacked. What are y'all yeah. doing letting this guy get sacked? <laughs> our our O line, man. I mean, I know we've definitely had injuries. But my goodness, is it bad? I mean, you know it's bad. You know, Nick Chubb is not getting any space to run at all. They're already in the backfield. And I mean, this is a a bigger discussion, I guess, about coaching. If, if we, I don't know if we want to go onto that topic yet, but yeah, we can say that for Joe. Okay, we'll say that for Joe. Yeah, because this this as far as this game, like I said. That was the positives we could take from it. Nick Chubb, they didn't give him the ball enough, but he did. He had a few couple couple nice runs. Same with uh, Kareem Hunt. 
DPJ looked good. It was, it was it was good to see Bell back out there. I thought he was gonna be hurt, but he was back out mm-hmm. there. And um, that's that's probably the only positives I can get I can take from the game. <laughs> Other than that, that that heartbreaking DPJ was supposed to, as good as the game he was having. He was supposed to beat that rookie for that touchdown, man. Yeah, that's that's another thing. Yeah, I do think. I do think he should have caught that. I also don't really agree with that play call. Um, I I just think that's such a a low percentage uh, yeah, play. It was doing fourth down too, yeah. Fourth down to DPJ, who's not. I mean, I wouldn't describe him as a guy that has ups. I don't see him no. mossing people, even though he he may have been taller than that corner, but he's not a Jamar Chase that I would have confidence doing that with you know there's a few yeah. receivers you can do that with but um yeah he, he, yeah as you said like except you know he had that drop in the end zone you gotta go big. to amari you gotta go to amari in, in that situation man somehow some way you gotta uh, if you're gonna amari. do it i mean there's no there's no problem doing like a fade in the end zone but if you're gonna do a jump ball like that you got. I would think you would do it with Najoku, the biggest. Yeah, body Najoku. Have. Yeah, the tall, the big guy. Yeah, he's he's your biggest body. Probably has the best vertical. And, and he can catch. And he can he can catch most of the time now. Yeah. So that was some of the play calling issues, and um, yeah, I, I'll save the rest for Joe. Yeah. So well, we lost. We already had slim to none playoff hopes. And then they put that playoff picture thing up and we was in the hunt. And then they put it up at the end of the game and we were not in the hunt kind of in the in the hunt mm. column no more. And that that pissed that hurt, man. That hurt to see us our helmet not in that column no more, man. No more we are no longer in the hunt. So I guess if we, even if we went out, I don't know. I don't know, man. I guess I'm I'm try I try to stay positive, but it's Whatever, man. Let's let's move on to the next topic before we just get sad again. Surprising and disappointing players for week 14. Um let's start with the surprising players. Uh again, uh damn. So now <laughs> who is my surprising player now? Cause all right, uh who surprised me? Fuck it. I'm gonna say DBJ. Even though we just talked about him. No, I ain't gonna put it on DVJ. You know who I'm gonna put it on? Tony Fields. Mm-hmm. He surprised me by fucking up his big shot. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be, you know, he, he back, he made big plays last week. He got he he energized the team. All right, Tony Fields. And then Tony Fields go and get a fucking rough in the kicker. On fourth and whatever the fuck it was mm, when we got to yep, stop. Yeah. And gave them the ball back in a drive on which they then scored a touchdown. <laughs> and we wasn't even supposed to be on the field. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm surprised that Tony Fields fucked up that much. That's my <laughs> surprising play. <laughs> yeah, that was that was an awful, awful time to make such a terrible play um yeah that's a good that's a good disappointing player or surprising player i'll say my surprising player it's not even that he did that much but he made a play and mine is perion winfrey i saw some clips of him oh yeah he did 
he made some stops. I saw him do his the warrior cry at one point. Um, and I was like, okay, I wasn't, I thought that you were just going to be terrible all year. So I'll give it to Winfrey. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Winfrey. <laughs> all right. My disappointing player, even though he, he got a good one big hit. But again, my disappointing player was Denzel Ward. Mm. I don't know if Jamar Chase that good or he just that overrated. <laughs> but yeah. they passed game. They with, with their top two receivers down, it was supposed to be easy for us. And he's supposed to be the man. So I'm putting mm-hmm. it on him. So Denzel Ward disappointed me again for like the mm-hmm. third time this season, maybe four. Damn, that's that's a good one. I'll say mine. Uh, and again, keep again. I was just made. I was just notified about this. But I'm gonna say Jacoby Brissett. You had one pass, <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah, that you was. You could have made one pass right with the guy <laughs> allegedly open. I have no idea. I didn't see it. <laughs> but you had one job, one play. You couldn't make this thing fucking perfect. <laughs> Come on, Jacoby. You my disappointed player again. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. That was probably the best one of the year so far as far as <laughs> that was great. All right, now let's do this should be sad. Metaphor of the week. Mm. Metaphor of the week. The game, aka the game viewing experience for week 14 against the Cincinnati Bengals summed up in uh I don't know, a common thing people can relate to. So here we go. Watching this game. Oh, man. So many stops. It couldn't even really get going. In. All the flags kept fucking up the pacing and the motion of it. And then when we did get going, we were just fucking up. Okay, this is hard not to turn sexual. <laughs> <laughs> this do is your like best. just do your best. This is like um, he's starting to go. Can't get going. Starting to go. Can't get. Okay, I get yeah. it. It's, it's not sexual. I'm gonna turn it. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna make it. More. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a turn. I'm gonna take a turn and, and relate it to automobiles. This is like you get a used car, and the first day you get it, aka the first quarter, no score. First, first day you get it, you know, it's all right. It, you go to the store a couple of times, you show it to your mama, show it to your girl, everybody. Yeah, you got it. It's all right. You're like, you're like what's wrong with it? They like, yeah, they said they had a couple problems, but it should be all right. You know what I'm saying? It looked good. I, I paid. I got the I got the deal on it. They're like, okay, cool. But then that second day, first problem, car come out, it don't start. Oh, it's just a battery. I just need a new battery. Cool. So you get the battery. Now you're riding again. Mm. Then the light come on. Car cut off. What? Now I need a uh, water pump or some shit. Ah, oh, fuck. Now I got that's a little more money. Fuck it. We gonna get this. We gonna get this going. So you get that going. Now we going again. Now we going again. And the car going again. And now it start raining. No windshield wipers. Fuck. So now this is gonna be a rough night. It's gonna be a rough night. And it's the fourth quarter. It's gonna. It's a rough night, but we gonna get mm. through it. Finally, just stop raining. The next morning, car start. Everything is going. 
Now it's the end of the fourth quarter. You think, I'm just going to go home. This was a rough week. I had a rough week at work. I had to get the car fixed twice and all this shit. And you crash into a fucking police car. Damn. Because <laughs> your mm. fucking brakes went out. End of the game. Division loss. That's how I felt. Mm. Goddamn car. Yep. Mm. So you uh, get the motherfucker going, you crash anyway into the police. You could have crashed into a pole or a tree and just backed up and kept mm-hmm. going, but nope. Mm-hmm. Crash into a police. Deal God with the consequences. Damn. Division mm. lost. Goddamn. <laughs> this game. You like you knew what you had to do, but you still wouldn't make any adjustments. You know they're mm. only down to one really good receiver. You know mm. that they're stopping the run. You gotta make adjustments, but you don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. This this game was like this game was like you were in school and there was a flood, and so of course they got floors wet. Be careful. And everybody sees it, but they just keep running. They don't give a fuck. They just run. They keep running. And everybody keeps falling. And you're like, well, you guys are reading it. You have plenty of time to read the sign. And everybody's acknowledging the sign. Like, oh, it's just a little bit of water. We'll be fine. No, they're not. Everybody (laughs) is falling. Everybody's falling after seeing the wet floor sign with the logo showing the little stick figure tripping. You know. Yeah, yeah, the guy. He's in the air. (laughs) He's in the air. He's not having a good time. You know what you have to do, and yet you still don't care or you're too cocky, too arrogant to make the proper adjustments based on what is very, very obvious. That's now everybody saying. walking around with wet pants and sprained ankles. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Dislocated disc or something. Bad back now. God damn. Thanks, Browns. Crashing yeah. cars and hurting backs. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, because of arrogance <laughs> and ignorance and <laughs> stupidity. Mm-hmm. All right, well, that was an accurate, pretty accurate metaphor for that goddamn game. Right, hopes and previews week for week 15 against who we playing next week, Statman? We are playing the Baltimore Ravens. I know they just won. And I know that normally we 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 compete against them, so all this all hope is not lost. We'll be well, we two and two in the division now. If we beat them, we'd be three and two. And then is that our last division? No, we got one more division game, right? Yeah, we could still sweep the Steelers. That's what I want. I really want to sweep the Steelers. That'd be nice. So. Yeah. But we don't want to look that far. Let's keep it right to this week. So we got the Ravens. I know they got – is Lamar Jackson playing? Lamar is out, and their backup, Tyler Huntley, is listed as questionable. He also got hurt in that game. They went to their and third Huntley was pretty. And Huntley pretty good. Huntley's pretty good. He yeah, he didn't, he, yeah he, he didn't play that well when the Ravens played, uh, I think it was the Broncos two weeks ago. Um, or, yeah, two weeks ago. Uh, but – He's still, yeah, he's still pretty decent. Um, well, and he's, I think he's 
faster than Lamar Jackson, I think. But yeah, he good. He's definitely good. But if they don't have him, so I'm gonna give I'm gonna give on a hope on a five star hope scale. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this like uh uh star search. I'm gonna get this four point seven five hopes. Mm. That we can that we can beat the Ravens with our new Deshaun Watson quarterback. Yeah, I think you know I do actually feel hopeful for this week, <laughs> mainly All because right. Lamar Jackson is out. I'm yeah, I'm very man. hopeful that we can take care of business. So I'll put it at four out of five stars. Hope and Miles Garrett is getting pissed. Mhm. Yep. So yes, he is. This is we gonna he gonna be pissed. He gonna make the it's gonna rub off, and we are gonna beat the fucking Ravens. I hope four point mm. seven five votes. Well, let's move on to our new favorite segment of the podcast. Is Joe Woods still the defensive coordinator and other things? Well, this was a rough one on the defense. They gave up some big plays. They made, they gave up some penalties. They made some stupid mistakes. But like we, like we pointed out, there's only five, what, four games left now. Mm-hmm. Might as well yeah. keep them. So yeah, he got a job. But yeah, like you was, like you, like like I'm sure you're gonna touch a little bit more on. Some of them play calls, though, on offense, that wasn't Joe Woods' fault. Mm-hmm. Right? It's starting to get questionable. And this is my first time. And I've been trying. It was, it was like when I was holding back against talking shit about Baker until I couldn't hold no, hold back no more. But, yeah, it's like it is starting to get questionable. And I know he was coach of the year, but what have you done for me lately? Lately, you brought in mm-hmm. Kobe Brissett to throw on fourth and one. Lately, you have not been utilizing probably the best running back in the game. <sighs> you don't know how to really, like like Miles Garrett said, you don't really know how to utilize this talent that you got. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tell you that you need an offensive coordinator. Yeah. And Go ahead. Take take it away, <laughs> man. <'cause laughs> so, you didn't want to go in on this guy. Well, yeah, if we're talking about Joe Woods, yeah, he did a terrible job. And the thing is, like, Joe Woods is going to Joe Woods, but also Stefanski cannot be blameless. If you, as you said, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are out. That's, you know, the Bengals, I think, next to the Dolphins, probably have the best wide receiving core. Mm -hmm. And all they have is Jamar Chase. That is an elite receiver on their side. This dude had 10 catches, 119 yards. He's, he was targeted 15 times. Obviously, they're going to him. After him, the next most targeted receiver was four times. So they're going wow. to him 11 more times than the next most common receiver for them. Don't you think, as Joe Woods, you would – draw up play and or plays to either double or just have somebody maybe not officially double, but just 
don't know, kind of like a, a spy, not a spy, but, you know, kind of just check where he is at. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe common sense stuff. You, you would think, hey, if Denzel's going to press, that's fine. There's a safety over the top just in case he gets burned, whatever. But you let this dude go off on us. After Jamar Chase, the next lead re- receiver had two catches. Two other, two other guys, two catches. Obviously, Joe Burrow knew he had one person to throw it to. And everybody else was just going to, if they got the ball, they got the ball. Yeah. But don't well, you well, think, as Joe Woods decoy. that, you would think Joe Woods would be like, all right, it's very clear what I need to do. Well, you know, same thing, you know, if same thing as any sport. If a team has a strength, take away the strength. You know, if LeBron is – great at driving to the basket, make him a shooter, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever the strength is, take it away. And you say, we'll let them beat us through their third wide receiver, fourth wide receiver that we've never heard of. We're going to mm-hmm. double this person and single car, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's on well, we Joe did. Woods. And we did not. And also Stefanski didn't say, hey, Joe Woods, let's, let's double Jamar Chase. So it's also like, I don't know the dynamic between them. I don't know that. And this is the this is the big problem with Stefanski is that I've, we've said before it's very clear he's a, a great offensive mind and there's no nobody's doubting that. The problem is when you're the head coach, you need to know all phases of the game, and that includes defense, obviously, and special teams. <laughs> and it seems like everything else. And, and you can look at his clock management too which has not been great. And I think it, 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 you know, we're, was this our third season with him? Third or oh. fourth? It's just like, I don't know. There's just been so many times where we're like thinking, does this guy have his shit together? Why, why is he not making adjustments on any end? It, it, even on offense. It, I, I feel like, He's not good at making adjustments. My thing with, and this is where I'll, I'll end it here for myself. I yeah, will do hopes and previews. Yeah, I will just say, coaching wise, if somebody is out there, John Harbaugh or Sean Payton, if they're <laughs> out there and they're open to coming to the Browns, I would make that move. I don't want to take a chance on some smart coordinator. To see how things go and hope that yeah. he works out. I don't want. I want yeah. a proven head coach that understands what it means to lead a football team. I would love to have Sean Payton. Sean Payton was my favorite. Yeah, coach that would be before. great. I, would I don't love think Sean Payton coming back though. Yeah, I don't think he. I don't think he would go to the Browns. But I ain't heard um, no rumblings or nothing. So yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we will hear anything until the season's over, but um, I would love to have Sean Payton. I would love for Jimmy Haslam to sell the team, but that's about it for me. Uh, That's all I wanted to say. Final thoughts for week 14 against the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, we cannot play. We cannot make that many mistakes we cannot fuck up that that bad again because offensively we wasn't that bad 
They, I mean, they, they, you know, they stopped, they stuffed the run a little bit, but we still found some ways to get close, and then we fucked it up. Like I said, the overthrow was one, and we threw an interception on one drive that hurt. So we gotta, we gotta find a way to put the ball. We gotta take advantage of these situations more, like that we gonna get in. And this time, this week, don't fuck it up. That's my final thoughts. We fucked it up against Cincinnati when we had all those chances because we gave them chances and we fucked up our own. We cannot do that two times in a row. That was the most most flagged game we had by far. So I know that's not we don't do that. That's not us. So don't don't, don't do that. Don't do that against the Ravens. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, play smart football. Um I'm hoping our line can get better, and I don't I don't know if Stefanski is just going to all of a sudden make adjustments and stuff. But you know, I just feel like there's a reason that our our first drive is always the best drive, and then we don't ever we can never repeat that. Like I don't. I'm trying to think. Has there been a time this year where we've scored on the first and second drive? I had to look through my notes, but if it, if it yeah, was, it was early in the season. Yeah, or, I mean, I guess more realistically, it's probably like two field goals or something like that. But, mm. but it, it, this was the first one. We did score an opening drive last week, and we didn't mm-hmm. score an opening drive this week. No. Nope. But remember, we was that was kind of like a curse. <laughs> we was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I know. We scored on an opening drive. Yep. <laughs> so. I I hope that we just continue to make strides, and I I want Deshaun to continue to uh, get back to his Pro Bowl form. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Hoping. Yeah. Well, I think he's gonna be a he getting incrementally better each game. So I, next game, I think he's gonna be a little bit better than he was this game. Tighten up on those overthrows and misreads or whatever, but that guy made a hell of a play, and he did admit himself he threw it a little bit too late, but that guy cut across the field down there to get that interception. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's been the Quintessential Browns podcast for this week. I have been Yusuf Ali. That's Jake Solomon, and as always, until next week, fucking go Browns! Fucking go Browns! Cleveland, this is for you. We out.